You're listening to the Autoglass Repair and Replacement Magazine podcast. In this podcast, AGRR Magazine examines the industry's latest news and hosts discussions with some of its most interesting people. Welcome to the monthly podcast from AGRR Magazine. I'm Tara Tafra, Editorial Director, and today our guest is Henry Tam, President at Zinni Glass North America, known by many of you as XYG. Henry, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for the invitation. We're really happy to have you here today. We're going to talk about a variety of subjects. Um, first, we're just going to talk about you know the state of the world right now with COVID. Can you just give us an idea of how um, this has impacted your business generally? Sure. Uh, you know, for us, it almost uh, feels like that we got hit twice by uh, by this pandemic. You know, the first impact was uh, on our manufacturing facilities uh, back in January and February. Um, fortunately, our plants did not have to shut down completely at the time, but you know, still there was a short period of time when we were you know, running with uh, reduced capacity, so that, uh, so that affected uh, our output uh, temporarily. Now, everything is you know, back to normal from the manufacturing side, but then, you know, as you all know, the second hit came uh, in March and April uh, in, in North America, and you know, that's the time when we saw demand uh, here in the U.S. pretty much uh, just uh, uh, fell off the cliff. So um, obviously, we were not immune to that and you know, affected by uh, drastic drop-off in, in demand and in sales. And just like everybody else in the industry experienced, you know, uh, during that period of time. Uh, so that's, you know, that is uh, our experience so far. That's a good point, because obviously you you started dealing with it. You know, I'm thinking of North America, but you're we're dealing with it well before that. Mm-hmm. Was there one part of it? I mean, this is all just so challenging for everyone, but was there one part of it um, that was you were hit harder? Was it on the manufacturing side or demand here in the U.S., or was it just all challenging? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that we uh, had a more difficult time dealing with the demand side being, you know, very, very weak. Uh, so, so I think I would say the North American piece was, uh, was more difficult uh, yeah. to, to, to handle. Um, but I think, you know, it, it's good, good that we've, you know, seen some sort of recovery in, uh, in the previous month in May. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, hopefully things will continue to, to trend uh, upwards from here. Uh, and, uh, you know, our industry will, will all see a very strong summer season coming soon. Yes, good. We all would like that as well. Um, So let's talk about maybe you've dealt with a lot of challenges. You know, everyone is dealing with COVID and then, you know, there's always business challenges. Um, I know you and I have talked about tariffs in the past. Um, What is the latest on that or on how or how this may or may not be affecting business as well, along with everything else? Right. Well, the, the tariffs uh, are still a, a challenge for us. It's still a, you know, a, a negative factor that is affecting our business. Um, you know, nothing really has changed much uh, since we last talked about it. Um, and uh, it, well, except for the percentage, which mm-hmm. has now increased to 25%. Um, so, you know, our products are still affected by, by the tariffs when, you know, when we're bringing them into the U.S. So uh, for us, it's, it's just something that we just have to continue to deal with and, and manage manage around. Mm-hmm. And actually, I skipped a question before that I wanted to ask you. With all the challenges that were going on, um, have your Autoglass customers been understanding through all of it? Yes, um, our customers are, are great. I mean, they're all very understanding and, and 
you know, through the different phases of, of, of COVID, I think, you know, we have been working with, uh, with our customers very closely to try and, you know, get through this difficult period of time together. And, uh, Good. Yeah, we're yeah. just doing whatever we can to, to try and help them. And, and, you know, we, we do appreciate all the support and, and help that the, our customers give, give us. Good. And I'm sure they appreciate um, that as well. It just makes a big difference when you have a strong relationship with a supplier. So that's mm-hmm. great. Um, so everyone wants to know what the future of glass replacement may look like. Um, what do you see in terms of mobility during and after the pandemic? Like, will driving go up as people in cities rely less on public transit? on public Mm -hmm. transit because you could imagine, I mean, even though the world is starting to kind of open up again, I mean, you think things like public transit, well, that'll still be maybe a while before we get back to that. So how will all that affect um, things? Right. So I I think like there are different factors driving demand in various directions. So, you know, there are obviously a lot of downward pressure due to decrease mobility and people not, having to go to work or, or not uh, or working from home and, and all the children, you know, staying away from schools. But, um, but I think, you know, there are still a couple of favorable drivers of demand for, for glass replacement that, that we may be seeing uh, after coming out, you know, from, from this uh, situation um, that, uh, that the market may, may welcome. You know, for example, you mentioned you know, public transit. I think you know, people that are used to, Commuting in public transit will, will very likely switch to going around in, in cars more if mm-hmm. they're able to. So that's you know that's a good positive change in driving activity. Um, and also, I think it's likely that like people will be taking more um, long trips as opposed to getting on a plane. So you know we do yes. expect to see that some air travel will be replaced by you know traveling by car, at least you know this year and, and you know early into next year. So. Again, you know, that should be a huge plus for miles driven. Um, so, you know, even though there's a lot of bad news, but I think like, you know, there are also some good factors that, that will be helping the industry overall. I, yeah, I agree. I think all those things will definitely happen. Um, and, you know, before COVID, like last year, AGR magazine did a really big article on how, you know, things were going to change and a lot of stats resolved, um, revolved around like moving toward car sharing and less people owning cars. I know we just touched on that, but I imagine COVID may have changed all that. Do you agree? Um, I think so. I, I think I would agree with that, but actually, you know, with the car sharing um, uh, trends, uh, we we've actually haven't, you know, taken that much into consideration or, or preparing for that too much because, mm. you know, even if less people are owning cars individually but the, the the replacement demand should still be there as long as people are still moving around in cars oh, right. the overall good point. number mm-hmm. of cars may be less but but you know those cars will be used much more frequently so replacement rate will go up so i guess you know the net overall demand should still be there more or less yeah um, yeah that's a really good point um and similarly we're talking about trends with the economy being tighter um, more people may ho- hold on to their older cars longer. So do you think that'll signal a higher cha- chance of glass replacement as well? Um, yes, I think I would agree with that, uh, you know, which 
you know, would, would be good news for us. And, uh, you know, with, with the tighter economy, we may even see uh, demand trending more towards, you know, more, more of the, the aftermarket or generic versions of the products. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that is something that we may see as well. Do you, do, are you talking about um, a demand toward like lower cost part versions? Is that what you're talking about? Um, well, not necessarily that, but even like, you know, is, is, I, I guess I'm, I'm looking at drawing the comparison between a generic version versus an OEM part for the okay. same, like for the same, I guess for the same part or the same features, but then, you know, the consumer or the demand may, may trend towards something that is lower cost, but functions the same. Okay. Okay. Um, do you think any of this will change the rise in ADAS? Um, how do you think that will continue to play a role in autoglass manufacturing and, you know, maybe address some of the present challenges and opportunities that go along with that? Right. I think it might slow down the, 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 the rise of ADAS parts a little bit, but, you know, we don't expect that, you know, to, to, to completely, you know, go away. I think the ratio of ADAS parts will continue to grow, but, uh, you know, just maybe not as, as quick as, as before. Is that due to people not buying newer cars or um, just with, or with just market conditions that the ADAS, that technology just might slow down a little bit? I think, um, you know, when people are going out and buying new cars, maybe they will not be going for all the, you know, fancy options and features. Uh, so it's possible that, you know, future replacement will involve more simple or, or you know, versions of the parts. Now there will be still some, you know, ADS features on the on the parts, but maybe just not as as many or as as much. Uh, mm-hmm. And then maybe that time frame will will get delayed a little bit. But but we still expect ADAS to be a, a you know to be an important area where somebody like us as a manufacturer will have to uh, uh, will have to you know uh, overcome in terms of manufacturing. Uh, challenges um, and, uh, and and you know the, the various things that we have to do to 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 make those parts right. Yeah, is there anything that you wanted to address on that front before we moved on? Just about the as an autoglass manufacturer, the challenges associated um, with that. Yeah, well, I think you know for for us uh, as a manufacturer, the most important thing is that we you know have to make those parts right, and and you know we just have to do uh, everything that we we can to. You know, control the most critical steps in the manufacturing process and establish you know, the, the quality control points to make sure that, you know, for example, the, the band of the glass and the positioning of the ADS components uh, is, is precisely right. And, and that has been the challenge for us since uh, the ADAS uh, sort of world come around. And, and that's something that we continue to, to make sure that we do uh, every day at the plant to, uh, to, you know, to make sure that we provide the right parts, uh, you know, uh, with, with the quality that, that, that needs to be there. Okay. Well, speaking of your plants, um, I know you've been, you know, continuing to expand into the U.S., obviously. Are you still planning on opening a North American factory, and do you have any updates for us on that? Uh, yes, we, we are. Um, and, you know, specifically, uh, our plan to expand our manufacturing into into North America is, uh, you know, first with, with a float glass facility. So that has always been the plan and is still the plan. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we're at the stage of where we are trying to um, work on a location, and uh, and you know it's it's going to be somewhere in North America, and uh, we're still uh, you know in the planning stage and, and working on that. So um, that's uh, all the update that I can provide at this time. So okay, I have to try. So. <laughs> North, uh, you said North America, and I know in the yes. beginning it was going to be Canada. So yes. it could be either or right now, Canada or U.S. Um, it can be either or right now, but uh, okay. I think it's you know we, we, we've we've not left Canada. Let's put it that way. Okay. So yeah, Canada is still uh, still under consideration right now. Okay, and I know I oh every time I see you, if I see you at Autobots Week, I always ask for an update. But um, do you have? Any anything you can share in terms of timing, you know, and what what when you think you might how the site process is going? Um, I think it's very hard to give you a, a, a you know a precise timeline because of well, probably also because of COVID. Because right, I was just going to say, I bet yeah, you that has just put yeah. put on hold and, and pushed yep. out, and uh, so all the governments are, are really focused on. You know, trying to get out of 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 this pandemic situation, so you know uh, that that timeline is also also pushed down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's switch gears a little bit. So, just how does um, XYG? How does your company judge its success in the market? Um, I think, like for us, uh, we we look at it um, in in two areas. Uh, one is you know quantitative. That we can you know, put a number to it, which is you know how, uh, what what is what what is the share of the market that we have, and uh, what are you know volume numbers that that we're bringing to the market, and what are or, you know how the people uh, in the industry, uh, uh, how, how much of our products do they use? So so we see that as as a indicator of of success, um, and we but we also you know look at the qualitative side of things where, you know when we talk to our customers every day or even not our direct customers, but maybe, you know, technicians or installers who are using our products and what kind of, you know, feedback or, or how acceptable uh, our brand is uh, to, you know, in, in their, in their minds. So, so we, we would, you know, gauge our success based on those two things. So um, I think, you know, compared to when we first came to the market, you know, some 20 plus years ago, um, you know, it, it was difficult because at the time, uh, you know, the market was, uh, was not familiar with, uh, you know, products from overseas and they were not, you know, uh, accepting uh, the, the brand of, of XYG. And, but I think, you know, over many years of, of work and, and, you know, improvements on, on our side, I think, you know, today, We've come to the point where we can say that you know we're not rejected by the market uh, anymore, uh, or compared to you know twenty years ago, um, we were much more accepted. So, so mm-hmm. we do see that as you know a little bit of success on our part as to how we are able to improve our product to the point where um, you know it is being widely used in the market and, and our brand being being accepted. Okay, great, and. As we start to close out here, so what? Tell us something. Tell us something positive. What can the industry as a whole look forward to regarding the future of Autoglass? Yeah, well, I think like you know, during the past couple of months, uh, you know, we have all seen uh, 
some of the the the, the worst um, times of of our industry. But I think you know something that that we can all look forward to is that like even in such difficult times, there there still be a need for our product because of the necessity nature of it. Mm-hmm. So you know even during an economic downturn, I think we can. Um, you know, we can rely on on the demand of of you know such kind of necessity products, and and you know people may may tend to delay on spending on you know, luxury luxurious items, uh, but you know, um, and we're, 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 and we've seen that in 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 May, and looking forward to you know seeing the demand come back uh, uh, much quicker than than other industries. So, um, you know, I think the worst is really behind us. Um, yes, and good. We're looking for something uh of of a uh, close to a, a strong summer season and you know return to to, to normal as is well as far as demand is concerned um, back to you know sort of a normal state of uh you know condition in the market yeah well that's great news and maybe a good way for us to end but before we do end i do want to ask you is there anything i didn't ask you today that maybe you would want to tell our listeners um well i think you know, just to close off, we would really, really, really like to thank like uh, all of our customers and and also uh, uh, all of our indirect customers who are supporting our brand and are you know purchasing and using our products, uh, even though we may not be um, you know directly doing business with with them. But we do appreciate you know the, the recognition of of our brand and and the pref- and you know that they prefer to to uh, to use our products. We we do you know really appreciate that support. All right. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I think this was really informative and our listeners will enjoy it. So thanks again. Thank you, Tara. We'll see you in July with our next episode. And if you have any ideas for a guest or if you want to serve as a sponsor, email me at T-T-A-F-F-E-R-A at glass.com. Take care.